This song makes me want to get a sugar daddy and drown him in a pool and then lament my love as he sputters in vain on the poolside. Wallace, I watch his... Wallace. <laughs> I watch the life fade from his eyes. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> Welcome to The Lyric Boys. I'm Lucian Flores, and with me is Andrew Stieglitz. In every episode, we take one of our favorite bands or musicians, and we pick 10 of their wildest, craziest, weirdest, most funny lyrics, and we talk about it. And on this episode, we're talking Lana Del Rey. So Lana, I was not... um uh, really aware. I mean, I knew who she was, uh, but I was not in that world. I definitely, uh, I never really sought out Lana Del Rey. I do, I knew a couple of her radio hits like Summertime Sadness, mm-hmm. um, but I wasn't really in that world. So this is Lucian. I want, I want to hear like your, give me, give me a little backstory. What's, what's Lana about? Yeah. So I, I like Lana. It took me, it took me a while, I think, to be like, Fuck it, she slaps. Her music's great. I think her last—it's her last album from 2019. Norman fucking Rockwell, or as my Amazon Alexa says, Norman. Then it makes an ear-curdling, terrible <laughs> screech. <laughs> Rockwell. <laughs> uh, <whatever>. Norman. <laughs> it's bad. Um, yeah. So that album is like an hour long, and it tops the bottom. Awesome. And I was like, okay, this, I was in LA, living there for a month, just like driving down the highway, listening to songs about places I'm passing, being like, this is great. I vibe with it. This melancholia is awesome. And then I kind of did the deep dive. So Lana Del Rey, AKA Lizzie Grant, AKA Elizabeth Woolridge Grant. According to Wikipedia, she makes Baroque pop, dream pop, and rock. So thank you Wikipedia for that. I saw it described as Hollywood sadcore, which <laughs> I like a lot more than just rock. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is rock? Somebody saying I like rock music is like somebody saying I eat food. Air is great. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I drink liquids. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, 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 so what do you like to drink? Uh, you know, liquids. Um, Substance is great. Uh, yeah, a really well-rounded individual. Anything that can be transformed from a gaseous and or solid state into a liquid state, I can drink it. Yeah. And speaking of well-rounded individuals, the one Lana Del Rey <laughs> released the viral hit song video games back in 2011. And this was just like this melancholic pop number that was so polarizing because it was so good. And she had such a specific voice and vision and like, hashtag brand and it ignited a wave of like think pieces online that were like is Lana Del Rey authentic or is her personality just the creation of record executives and basically since then I think she's like proven herself that this is just who she is and she's released five albums and in her song she sings about California bad boys she name drops like every classic American product and she talks about partying a lot yeah yeah. So, so can I tell you my uh, interpretation of her? Like when I got into the deep dive, when you told me to to yeah, take a deep dive, because this is your first time. Yeah, first time really listening. I mean, okay. So here's my my whole experience. I remember we would be remiss if we didn't mention 
the 2012 SNL performance. Um, yeah, not, I, not I, a highlight. Right, so that was my, actually my introduction. I think that was probably a lot of people's introduction to her. Yeah. I remember that. I remember watching it live on SNL that day, and being like, "Well, <laughs> she's never gonna make it," <laughs> which I was wrong, of course, because why would I be right about anything? Uh, but also, she was on SNL. Like, of course, she already made it. So, like, yeah. fucking stupid thing to think. But um, she has such a fucking beautiful voice. The like, actually deep diving in and listening to her, just sitting down and like going into the catalog. I was like, oh my god, she's so good. Like, she's almost too good sometimes <laughs> for the production. I think the production mm. almost. There's some songs where it's just like, I wish they would back off. A little bit on like the the loud synths and like yeah. some of the big drums. Like I I just want to hear her voice. It's great. Her voice and an acoustic guitar could would be amazing. I think one thing that's funny about examining her career is that a lot of the lyrics I pulled were earlier career when I think she's like her lyrics are a little funnier to me mm-hmm. and um and it's like very on brand as this like sad person who just wants to party and like hang out with her bad boy man. Um, but I think there's something so funny about her first album is that so many songs on that album just have like a cacophony of people cheering in the background or like in summertime sadness there's so many moments in the song you just hear people go like yeah but they're so deep dive down in the mix and i'm just like who are these people like what is she where is she singing that there's just constantly people in the background being like woo like it's it's it's, it's a vibe and she moved away from that but that album just has so much of that yeah. So I gathered from her also that yeah. pretty much her whole vibe is like Hollywood in the 60s, mm-hmm. leather jackets, jeans, motorcycle. Yes. She wants a big motorcycle daddy to take her away and yeah. whisk her into sexy land. Yeah. And um, so I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll give my Lana Del Rey fun fact and then we'll go into the lyrics. But my fun fact is that she went to Fordham University which is where my cousin and my aunt went. So go Rams. That fact is literally only fun to you and nobody else. It is fun to me, my cousin, and my aunt. (laughs) And Lana Del Rey, perhaps. (laughs) So go Rams. Uh, So my first lyric is from the song Dark Paradise by Lana Del Rey. Obviously. (laughs) It's by Lana Del Rey. So I think I picked a couple songs where I just went with the first lyric in the song because... The, those, those those first lyrics in her songs are just classic. Hook me into the mood. Um, and this one's going to be hard. <laughs> I'll, I'll read the genius version of it, but it's a little harder to translate how it goes in the song. Okay. But she says, all my friends tell me I should move on. I'm lying in the ocean singing your song. Ah, 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 That's how you sang it. <laughs> so, so um, you know, the Oz were probably handled with more grace and 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 more talent when sung by Lana Del Rey. But no, I couldn't. I don't think so. I love the absurdity and over the top melodrama of this lyric, where it's like Lana's friends are like, "Come on, like you just got over this breakup, like like it's it's time to go," and she's just like in the fucking ocean in the waves. In like I'm assuming she's in like her normal clothes. Like she was just like walking on the boardwalk and she's like in jeans and she's just wailing and singing and her friends are like, Okay. I love the visual of that of just like imagine if you're on the beach, yeah. you're just like a guy on the beach <laughs> chilling yeah. and you hear these like drunk girls and they're yelling to their friend who's laying in the ocean like singing with like yeah. a, a ukulele. 
Yeah. And and you're just like, what the fuck is going on? And they're like, Lana. And she was like, ah. But obviously very good. Very, it's great. But yeah, it, 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 it is a lot. It is a big, it is a big swing. She's clearly in pain. How many times do you think that she's been in the ocean? Like they were all like, "Okay, beach day, girls," and and they're like, "Lana, don't don't even fucking think about it." She's like, "I'm not gonna go in the ocean. I'm not gonna think about the guy. I promise." And then ten minutes in, they're like, "Lot, god damn it, Lana, what the hell? You're gonna drown." One, a couple things. I was like. <laughs> There was this urban legend, I guess, that like Lana did it someone who died, and then that turned out to be false. So I was like, is she in mourning? And it's like, no, she's just like processing a breakup. She's going through it. I my question for you, what like say your relationship ends and, and your ex goes out singing your song in the ocean. How does your song go? Um hmm. it'll probably uh it would probably be something by like Metallica or something. <laughs> she's in the ocean. So she's in like... the ocean singing like "Creeping Death" by Metallica, nice, and just chanting "Die, die, die." <laughs> that is, that's my for, song, for baby. As disturbing as Lana Del Rey's imagery, that is more disturbing. <laughs> um, I thought mine would just be like a "Ooh, shooby doo wop," a "Ooh," just that. That's your song? Yeah. So When you think about your personality encapsulated into a song, it's that. <laughs> it's ooh, shooby doo wop. Ah, ooh. I love that's good disappointing. Sh- shooby doo <laughs> I'd like to imagine that my... Anyone who's been heartbroken by me is just in the ocean going, ooh, shooby doo wop. <laughs> um, and, like, and everybody knows that. They're like, ah, we should got song. another one. Got another one. Um, Yeah. So... Just quickly, there's another verse in the song, and we don't have to talk about this, but where she's like, there's no remedy for memory. Your face is like a melody. It won't leave my head. Your soul is haunting me and telling me that everything is fine. But I wish I was dead. Dead like you. So that's why I was wondering if she maybe did Yeah, that dead seems person. pretty on the nose. But nope, it is just dead symbolically, and that's I'm sticking by that. Um... Yeah, that's 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 my lyric. So okay, so I got my lyric now uh, is from the song Cherry uh, on Lust for Life. Yes, uh, and I just wrote down Cherry, continuous use of bitch. Yes, great use of bitch there. And fuck. Yeah, and and the thing is that she's so she has this such angelic like yes. soft way about her, and then she'll just be like, bitch. Do you have? Can you pull up one of the lyrics? Yes. I, I think the song is basically like, it's a very like. All of my peaches are ruined, are ruined, bitch. <laughs> it's it's what happens when you buy too many peaches. Okay, I've told you, Sharon, <laughs> over and over and over again. You cannot buy more than five Listen, peaches Lana, at a time. Every, every time you break up with a guy, you buy the peaches, you go into the ocean. Your peaches are going to get ruined if you go into the ocean with them. I do love this song because it's like a very moody song and, and it's like clearly she's not a fan of this person. <laughs> yeah. Just call, calling her a bitch over and over again. Not a fan. And she'll sing and then she's just like, bitch? And you're like, wow, where did that come yeah, from? Yeah, it does. It, it's so jarring because yeah. it's so not in her like tone or no. like just the way that her songs usually go. 
That's why I love it. Continuous use of bitch. Keep doing it. Well, how does she... Doesn't the song end with her just going like, fuck? Yeah, it does. A ruined bitch. A ruined fuck. That's great. I love it. Um, this song also, I think, is like does one of those classic Lana Del Rey things that I've noticed is that sometimes she'll just have the, the lyric, why? So the song has near the end, she goes... So, so she goes, and I fall to peaches. I'm mean, sorry. And I fall to pieces. Bitch. Yeah. I fall to pieces when I'm with you. Why? Because I love you so much. And she, there's like multiple songs where she just like out loud is like, why? Yeah. And then she answers it. And I find that I like that give and take. It's very funny to me. It's like she's like trying to figure it out. Yeah. I love uh it sounds like that inner monologue that's happening right there in the studio. Yes. Like she didn't write the lyrics yet and she's just like singing and and she found out in the moment she's like why oh she's like kind of doing her own therapy she's like why am i falling to pieces oh yeah because i love you so much yeah yeah hey happens to the best of us so i think i was trying to avoid this song but i thought i'd be remiss to not mention video games because it's great that i i do genuinely love that song I, i remember that song came out and i was like i love this and this is not in my oeuvre of music I listen to necessarily. And I was like, I do genuinely love this though. And um, yeah. Great work. I was, yeah. I was just like, I don't, I, I, this is not me yet, but I love it. And eventually I will bat, go to bat for it. And now I am. But this video games is also a very like interesting, funny lyrically. It's just like this woman who's like, like loves her man and it's just like you can play your video games and like i'm content hanging out with you but my favorite lyric and the lyric that sticks with me the most is i heard that you like the bad girls honey is that true i like the way that you say that it's so (laughs) earnest that's what it feels like in the song to me because it's like what would you do if your girlfriend suddenly asked you that question like to me that feels accusatory it's like me the bad girls? No, like absolutely not. Like I like good people. I like kind, respectful people. Those are that's my type. Bad, yeah. bad. No, and I'd be like sweating bullets, just being like, who, who told you that what, I like the bad girls? Why, I'm wondering why that's would be such a problem for you though. Like why is that? Why is liking the bad girls like seen as like you like are a pedophile? I didn't say that. But you're acting like she just said, like, honey, I heard you diddle kids. Is that true? I would just be like, maybe, I don't know. Not to the diddling kids, to the liking <laughs> to the liking bad girls. Um, it's just for me, just the idea that, like, at what point you're just, like, three years into this relationship or whatever, and then you just come uh-huh. back from work and you're, like, you sit down in your chair Mm-hmm. You like this is coming from a very real place. You, you open up your TV guide and and <laughs> start looking at what to so, watch. So this is 1974, and and your your girlfriend comes from the other room where she's just been um, painting an expressionist painting, right? Let's uh-huh. Just a little paint a scene, and she's like, "Oh, hey, I'm so glad you're you're home." I I'm already that, turned on by this. I heard that you like the bad girls, honey. Is that true? And you'd be it, it, oh, like one of those. It's disguised as an innocent question. Yeah, and it's, it's like, just like I heard you, you like you fuck because it's the thing is like I heard you. So, I heard it through the grapevine. Like someone told me this. One of I like I got word that you like the bad girls. 
where'd that come from? And I, I, I like who's dripping this information out there? Who's leaking it? And also, see, in my interpretation, I know that we're not doing a deep and analytic of the songs, but my interpretation of that was that she is the bad girl. So mm. if that's the tr- if that's oh. true, the little Billie Eilish. Right. Oh, whoa. But if that's true, uh, then that would be a good thing. Like, I heard that you like the bad girls. Well, if so, uh, let me get bad for you. Mm. Interesting. I Yeah, it's it's just it's a lyric that perplexes me, and, and I love it. And that's... Do you have anything for video games, or did you stay away from it? No, I, I, I kind of thought that you were going to take video games, so I left it. So look at that. Yeah. Look at that. We didn't I do have a that. song from Florida Kilos. Yeah. Do you know that for the album Ultraviolence? Ultraviolence. Yes, yes. Ultraviolence, yes. Produced by Dan Auerbach. Oh, cool. Yeah. So uh, the lyric is, come down to Florida. I got something for you. We could use the kilo. We can use the what? The kilos or the keys, baby. Oh, yeah. Guns in the summertime. Chicka cherry cola time. Prison don't mean nothing to me. Uh, amazing description of Florida. Guns in the summertime. Prison. It don't mean nothing to me. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I I don't think. Here's the thing. Here's the controversial thing. I'm gonna say. Oh, Ready wow. for this controversy? As problematic as Florida can be historically. Yes. I don't view Florida as this like hellish state that I would never go to. I genuinely enjoy vacationing in Florida. Mm-hmm. I think Miami is a cool fucking city. Yeah. I think uh, Fort Lauderdale has some nice spots. Amazing. We're getting I that think, Andrew Steele's review of Florida. <laughs> Miami, nice. Fort Lauderdale, great. Great. Love it. Other side of the of the state, Tampa area. Okay. Sarasota, I've been there. Boom. Uh, and of course, the magical Disney World. Yes. I like Florida. I'm just going to say it. I, I like that you feel that as a brave thing to say. That you are I think that it is. taking a stand being like, Florida's pretty good. Um, People hate the retirees Florida. are on to something. And they, oh, dude. Uh, let me just tell you. Totally not joking. I can't wait to be 65 and retire to Florida. Yeah. I, I, I will... I'll buy the fucking condo. I will get the beach house. I will sit there with a chicka cherry cola in my hand. Guns in the guns in the side. Maybe not the guns. Maybe my guns. And you'd be like, prison ain't nothing to me. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't think it was prison. I like it. Well, okay. Um, do you see yourself being one of those people that retires to one of those like old communities where like the SD, STD rates are off the charts? I see myself fucking Jesus. well into my night. Okay, okay, okay. All right, I was wondering where this <laughs> You asked. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's good. I'm glad. I hope that works out for you. But yeah, I, just thank you. I, I Thank you for standing by me in this brave time to yeah. say that Florida Florida's okay. is an okay state. What if, if, okay, so you said a really positive thing, and I want, I want the controversy. If you were to say your least favorite state in the union... In the Union or in the United States? The United States. <laughs> or the Confederate States. Oh, yeah, I see your point. All right. Uh, my least favorite state? I, I Here's the thing, and this is going to sound like um, pandering, for, but I have are, nobody to fucking pander to. I don't, I've never been to a place where I'm like, wow, I genuinely hate it here. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever traveled anywhere where I was like, get me the fuck out. Like, yeah. 
even even if I'm not having a good time or even if there's like something happened or if I'm traveling for a bad reason or if I'm like depressed or whatever, like I'm never like, oh, this place is bad. Yeah. I don't really understand that, to be honest. Like yeah. what what would a place have to do to you personally for you to be like, this place sucks? That's why I don't understand people hating Florida. Yeah. I, I, I mean, th- there are problematic areas. Like I probably would never go to like Alabama. Yeah. But like. Eh, I, I think there's people who just when they're out of their routine are just like oh it's too hot it's too hot in florida and now i'm in uh utah in the winter and it's too cold uh, and just like send me back home to jersey yeah. um so that's <laughs> those um, people are what we call big fat babies <laughs> wow B- bfbs um this one goes out to all my bfbs out there so uh, just so deal with it just deal with the state it's fine your song can you repeat that lyric about prison because i'm about to make a seamless transition baby Prison don't mean nothing to me. Prison don't mean nothing to me. Funny that Lana says that because in her song Off to the Races, also off the album Born to Die, just going with her first album because so much fun there. So this song apparently is like loosely based off Lolita, which I've never read or watched the movie. And so I don't, I don't, I don't understand the imagery and I'm not a smart person and words go in my head and out of it. And anyway, so you can do it. You can do it. The lyric is facing time again at Rikers Island, Mm -hmm. and I won't get out because I'm crazy, baby. I need you to come here and save me. I'm your little Scarlet, Starlet, singing in the garden. Kiss me on my open mouth, ready for you. Which... (laughs) So, kiss me on my open mouth. Yes, is a line that even from the hottest of girls <laughs> doesn't sound sexy in the moment. I like to imagine that someone listened to the song and was like, "Oh, that's how you do it." <laughs> you were like, "I've been doing it wrong." If they go to kiss somebody and they're just like, "Ah," oh. <laughs> they're just like, "Oh, you gotta open the mouth too." I've just been like, my mouth has been firmly closed, <laughs> and I've like been giving myself concussions, just smacking my ramming mouth straight. my head into somebody's mouth. So thank you, Lana. Thank you for teaching people everywhere to open their mouths. Um, another thing about the song is that, of course, she's in prison and she won't get out because she's crazy. Simply, that is that is her explanation is that she's crazy, and. Then she does that classic Lana Del Rey thing that I think was more pronounced in her earlier career when she says Scarlet Starlet singing in the garden. She does like the hiccup little like cutesy like young voice where she's like Scarlet Starlet and she kind of like puts on this like New York accent suddenly Mm -hmm. and you're just like where did that come from and the confidence of that is is great i love it it's just classic lana like i love those moments in her songs where she's just like full blast like i don't give a shit like i am this well i think that is her attitude and i think that was what draws a lot of people to her yeah the like i know what i am and to bring it back to what you were saying before about like oh is this her real personality like she's a lot of things yeah you know so I, I so for this one I actually went to YouTube to read some of the comments and there are some great ones. I'm just gonna read love YouTube comments. I have two comments to read for you. One is I assume from a like a high school high school person. Whenever I have English essays, I take lines from Lana's lyrics, and my teacher is always impressed. I want to tell her to listen to Lana. 
but afraid she's going to find out that I faked all those love poems. That's amazing. What so, a, that's an amazing <laughs> confession. So this is from Key Holly K. So Key Holly K's English teacher, she has been cheating. Just gonna, <laughs> just gonna throw that out there. That is also if you heard her teacher and you're like, oh my god, you're you're like, why is your poem about being in Rikers Island because you're crazy and I'm a little Scarlet Starlet? Kiss me in my open mouth. If I were an English <laughs> teacher, I'd be like, you're 14. <laughs> why isn't your love poem just like? Roses are red, violets are blue. You know, like you are. Were you writing poems like that when you were in English class? Yes, I um, got straight A's on my my good poems. Roses are red, violets are blue, and uh, that I just ended there. I gave the people a quick short stand. <laughs> it's it's rare to find an artist that you can pull from to use in poetry. Yes, because there are so many, as we will discover, I think, throughout this podcast, yes. so many artists. Where the lyrics are like, what the fuck is going on here? And so, so this she she paints a mood in which this other YouTube comment I think says it succinctly. This song makes me want to get a sugar daddy and drown him in a pool, and then lament my love as he sputters in vain on the poolside. Wallace, I watch his whilst <laughs> I watch the life fade. From his eyes. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. I'd survive and I I agree with that vibe. I think that that I want that this song soundtrack of that moment. Sugar Daddy dying watching. That's a scary person. And it reminds me of like a spider luring somebody into their trap. Yes. Uh but also here's a great question. As two obviously very conservative people. Do you think that uh, Lana Del Rey is a bad influence on our children's <laughs> youth? And should she be put down in the electric chair? Um, I do think you probably have some uh, congressional candidates on Twitter who probably would not approve of Lana Del Rey's lyrics. I think that... The I would like to get some priests to weigh in. Yes, I would like to get a priest. I would want to know what... Um, Mike Pence thinks of Lana Del Rey. I I want to see him with headphones on, listening to her catalog, while like mother watches from the other room. Mother, yeah, that that girl or whoever wrote that is a concerning person, but uh, I respect it. I respect it. All right, give me one. Give me another one. Um, here we go. Um, if, if this is from Happiness Is a Butterfly, yes. Love it. Might be my favorite Lana song. Really? Yeah. Love it. The line is, if he's a serial killer, then what's the worst that could happen to a girl who's already hurt? Sounds a lot like the YouTube comment person. That was one of my backup lyrics. I'm glad really? You it. Yeah. What, uh, what about it stood out to you? Because I can tell you, for me, as a first person, as a first, first person, a first time listener to yeah. Lana, I was like, um, okay, so she's all in on this, like, violent bad boy type. Well, yeah, I think it's just like, it's so, it's once again over the top in a fun way. It's dramatic. And it's just, she's like, I'm in so much pain. This man can be a serial killer and I'll still be in the same amount of pain and life won't be worse for me because that's how much pain I'm in. Question. Good yes. question. Yes. This is a great question. Yes. Are you ready for this question? <laughs> it better be a decent question. Would you date a serial killer? Um, Would I do like... 
Would you date one? Like, okay, all right, all right. Do let's, I know let me they pose are it. A serial killer? Let's pose it this way. Let's say uh, you're dating somebody for like a year, okay, and it's amazing. Like, okay. it's still a year in. You're still in that honeymoon phase. It's still great. You're okay. going away places. You are <laughs> great. Fucking Jesus Christ. Uh, and then yeah, one and day, this has never been in a relationship. Just very clear from this. <laughs> So anyway, you're. <laughs> I assume doing, that happens. Doing what they do. I'm assuming some. Uh, I've seen enough episodes of Everybody Loves Raymond to know how a relationship works. I'm assuming some coital action happens. Okay. And then one day she goes to you and she says, "Listen, I have a confession to make." Okay. I kill. I have killed, and I will continue to kill a lot of people. Now you're in love with her. In love. Coitus every night. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yes. What do you do? I would go to the nearest ocean and walk straight into oh, the water. Oh, shit. And sing her song. Would you, after doing that, then break up with her? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I would also have all my stuff in a car and I'll be probably moving to a different state mm. and changing my name. Maybe. What if she says, I can't. I guarantee what if okay what if like she's like scientifically I can prove to you that I won't kill you because I have inserted a chip in you, in you that okay. if, if I kill you I die too so I will not kill you I won't like you are safe your family is safe but I'm a serial killer okay um definitely not my type yeah I uh, don't like the, the, like the bad girls so I, I would once again run Mm. away terrified heart racing get in my like honda civic or whatever car i have in this in mm. this imagery 2011 i'm honda pointing civic. out it's not a bad boy car okay and i'm getting out of there screaming to myself in terror what about you you your answer i'll tell you what i would do i would probably do all of that but first <laughs> okay great but we went down this tangent how about this what? This is what I would do for, for real first. Oh I my would God. Don't have say the, it. the best. Nah. Dude, <laughs> you having serial killer sex. Are you kidding me? That would be insane. I just want to use this moment to point out that the Zodiac Killer might still be out there. Uh, so if doing? you're if you're listening, um, put down the iPod and, and go find him. Go find the Zodiac Killer and help help out the world. So I got a lyric. I got a lyric for you. Once again, from Lana's first... Well, it's from the Paradise EP, which is like came out soon after her first album, I believe. And it's from the song American, which she says, You were like tall, tan, driving around the city, flirting with the girls like you're so pretty. Springsteen is the king, don't you think? I was like... Hell yeah, that guy can sing. <laughs> Which I love just how simple that interaction is. It's just like Springsteen, oh yeah, that guy can sing. Sinatra, oh yeah, that guy can also sing. <laughs> like the Beach Boys, those boys can sing. <laughs> just like, just like naming every band that has a singer of being like, yeah, if, they can sing. If this verse continued, it's just like, it's just lyric after lyric of yeah, like yeah, 
Yeah, he can sing. <laughs> it's also the type of thing that's like this dude is like one of those people that's like, oh, you like Springsteen, huh? Oh, they're like, prove it. Like, don't you think he's the king? And then Lana's like, oh, yes, he can sing. And he's like, okay, you've proven this test. You've passed. <laughs> um, so that, I think, is just great. I, it kind of is like, the, I think sometimes we overthink the way we talk about music. And, and music is just noise. Music is just noise. And we like the way the noise. Hot take. Vibrates. And I think music journalism needs more takes. Like, hell yeah, that guy can sing. I don't need to be like Bruce Springsteen is like the face of working class America, white, suburban, factory, working, want to get out on this two lane highway with a girl named Wendy. My car is my ticket out of this town. Mm -hmm. I just need to be like, he can sing. He's a good singer. Yeah. Also. I like that too. Yeah. There's also, I just like the lyric. We don't have to talk about it much, but. One of the big things in the song is be young, be dope, be proud, like an American. Hell yeah. Which I think founding fathers would be proud of. He- oh, hell yeah. Yeah. You get like George Washington, be young, be dope, be proud. And they put that in the Declaration of Independence. I don't know if you, if you know that. Yeah. They took it out because they thought maybe it didn't hold up at the time. But. All people have, have the right to be young, be dope, be proud. <laughs> yeah. All right, here's a song that I picked called Love Song. Love Song. Uh, Norman. Screeching sound. Screeching ears bleeding sound, (laughs) Rockwell. The line is, I'm a fucking mess, but I, oh, thanks for the high life. Maybe it's the best. (laughs) Now, when she's singing that. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, when she's singing that, it doesn't sound like she's interrupting herself to say thanks for the Miller high life. But when you read it, you're like, oh, she's completely interrupting her thought process to be like, oh, thanks for the Miller High Life. Great beer. Great uh, name drop there. Yes. She is the queen at brands and like integrating brands in her songs and just being like High Life, Vogue magazine, Rolling Stone, like any, any, any brand that has like some sort of iconography in American history. She's like, it's in my song. Um, the high life. Also, when somebody hands you a beer, do you say thanks for the like? If I hand you a Bud Light, are you think thanks for the Budweiser Light? I do when I'm sponsored in a commercial. <laughs> so thank you for the high life. Thanks for the me undies. Uh, high life is also like the champagne of beers, and but it's also not the champagne of beers. If you know what I'm, if you know what I'm saying, it's like I think it's okay. It's okay, but it's not the champagne appears, and I feel like I like that vibe here because Lana's singing about this life, and and she's hiding behind the champagne of beers, but it's it's just it's, it's just the champagne of beers will never be champagne. That's true. Oh wow! Damn, that's deep. Deep. All right, you got a last one. Is this the last one? This is my last one. So this is from the song California, also from Norman. Fucking. Fucking. <laughs> Rockwell. Okay. <laughs> Which is, um, this is honestly not that funny of a lyric. And it's one another lyric that I've picked that is just the first lyrics of the song. Cause, I just spilled coffee all over myself. Oof. Baby. So I just am proud of Lana in this song right now. She says, you don't ever have to be stronger than you really are when you're lying in my arms baby hmm. you don't 
ever have to go faster than your fastest pace or faster than my fastest cars. I like that. I, I kind of think it's a little bit of a mixed message because in most of her songs, she's like, ride me hard, leather daddy. She's, yes, okay. It's in, in, not explicitly, but like it's implied. Almost explicitly. Almost explicitly, yes. Yeah. Well, so that's what I like about this. I'm like, for years, she's been like, I need a tough bad boy. And now she's like, you know what? You don't have to pretend to be strong. Like, I'll hold you. That's fine. And you don't have to go fast. Like, yeah. And, you know, listening to the song as a weak, slow man, it empowers me. Mm-hmm. I agree like, with that. I don't have to be strong. I can hold you. In, you can hold me in your arms and I'll just wilt into a <laughs> sack of shit. Great. Sign me up. You are doing wonders for your single life right now. <laughs> um, the other thing about this is that not only is it an encouraging moment, but it's also kind of like a humble brag that she's got lots of fast cars. Because she's like, you don't have to go, like, you don't have to be strong and you don't have to go fast at a fast pace. Or my fastest cars. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I got a like Benz. I got Maseratis a pickup. Like yeah. I got a Mazda Miata. I got a Mazda 2. I got Hell a Mazda, yeah, Mazda 2. got a Mazda 3 5 door. I got a Mazda 6. I got a Mazda CX-5. I got a Mazda CX-7. I got a Mazda CX-9. This podcast is sponsored by Mazda. This podcast is brought to you by Toyota. Drive vroom, responsibly. Vroom. Wasn't that Mazda's slogan? Vroom, for, vroom. Uh, yeah. Yeah, vroom, vroom. <laughs> what do you think with the pitch meeting was like for that? Like somebody's <laughs> kid who's bringing your kid to work day and they're like, Bob, we need a slogan right now. And the kid's just like playing with the car. He's like, vroom, 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 vroom. It's kind of like, like the oh, movie God. Big. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's also like sometimes they're like the best logos should be easily drawn by kids. Like the best logos in sports are logos that even a kid can draw. They're mm. just simple. And I think Mazda was like, we hear that advice and the best slogans should be what any child can say. Cause hey, vroom vroom. I honestly I stay, Well put. I, I get behind Vroom Vroom and I'm kind of sad that they removed it. Because those commercials were dope. Oh, did they remove it? I don't think it's Vroom Vroom anymore. It's been a while, but I think the commercials were like a fast car and then they cut to a kid and he's just like Vroom vroom. Yeah, or he like whispers it sometimes, like vroom vroom. vroom. I, <laughs> so hey, seductive. When I am driving my parents, Mazda CX five. Hell yeah! Shout it out, baby. 2014 white trim. When I'm driving it by myself, you best believe I shout vroom vroom. <laughs> Every time you lungs. switch gears. Whenever I pass a car. I go vroom vroom. I open I open the open the window and I just shout vroom vroom. Every time every single time. You accelerate from a red light. Yeah. Vroom vroom. You're next to like a Ferrari and you're just like vroom oh, yeah. vroom. I uh I'm proud of it. All Let right. Let me get to my last lyric yeah, here. Uh it's called it's uh from Fuck It I Love You. Okay. If I wasn't so fucked up, I'd fuck you all the time. Ain't that the truth, baby? I do appreciate that honesty that that i I love that lyric the only thing preventing me from riding 24 7 (laughs) is the fact that i am i'm on so many drugs right now do you think it's like a fucked up on drugs or it's like a mentally like i'm just not in a good place and i I can't rail today (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm not one to draw conclusions, but I would say that if <laughs> you are very fucked up, uh, you may go to drugs. Yeah. So it could be both. It's also, she says that in such like a whispery voice in the song too, which is very funny to me because it's such a harsh, like if just saying that in itself, you think of it like a very bragger, like, like uh, it's like an aggressive lyric, but well, it's like, song, a, it's kind of like a hip hop lyric. Almost. Yeah. And, but then in the song, it's like whispered almost. Yeah. And it's just like, it's weird. It's, it's, like, it, it's kind of uh tonally doesn't it doesn't work but it does she makes it work it's it's like when she just yells like bitch fuck yeah in, in cherry and you're just like this works I, i'm in this vibe yeah and i like that about her because she's not the typical like she's not like a bubblegum pop so star. let's let's give a bonus lyric because i thought one of us would pick this lyric and i think it's lana del rey's most notorious infamous lyric oh okay from the song cola okay uh is i i don't have it in front of me but i believe it's just my pussy tastes like Pepsi Cola, mm. which is just like all the things we're talking about. It's brands, it's brand integration, Pepsi Cola. It's also, I like to imagine that her ex is out there somewhere being like, you guys, I said this, <laughs> I told you this. And you were like, Steve, it's creepy, it's weird. Like, stop telling us this. But he's like, listen. It's in a song. I was, you guys were like, that can't be true. And like, listen. It's true. Give it a look and find out. Anyway. Um, uh, do you think that Pepsi Cola would be happy to hear that their brand is being used in that way? I think it's on their cans. Tastes like Lana Del Rey's pussy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know what that's saying on, but um, I don't like the bad. Girls, I, 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 I'm a very well-mannered, responsible, respectful man. Glad to hear it, Lucian. And on that note, we got, our, we created our own Lana Del Rey lyrics. So, oh yes, Lana Del Rey lyrics. I just like I wrote some down before this, and you are good at improvising. So, I just was like, this is a stream of consciousness. I gave this one minute. Don't put that pressure on. I gave myself like like 30 seconds of, of effort. Did you write this already? I did. Oh, oh, fuck off. But it's not good. I just can't do the improvised shit. Okay. I said Los Feliz, two cups of diet tab. Mm. My bad boy man got a cigar in his hand. I'm high, higher than this carnival ride. His hand on my back, my hand on this bag of nuts. Planters, baby, got me wildin'. Whatever carnival snack you want, you got, daddy. Why? Because I'm your snack, honey, and you're my snack, daddy. Snacking on this boardwalk of life. Snacking on each other. Damn. My boyfriend rules. Wow. That is very, very Lana. That is. From, from, the little, from the little bit that I know about her, it sounds like that could absolutely be a Lana lyric. Yes. I think just... I was, you know, we talk about the tenets of her of her lyrics. It's California, bad boys, brands, high off life, boyfriend just rules. You know, it's 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 that. It's it's just the it's American dream. She's living it. All right, I got lyrics. Oh man! All right, here we go. You ready you, for I this? I see you writing so fast. I'm just I'm just trying to do some stream of conscious Lana. All right, here we go. Yes. Like the Beatles in 69, going our separate ways is fine. 
drinking our Coors Light. My motorcycle riding boyfriend likes to fight. Ooh, I like it. Do it again. Do it again. Do give me a more Lana voice. Like the Beatles in '69. Going our separate ways is fine. Drinking our Coors Light. My motorcycle riding man likes to fight. Oh man, send that to her. Yeah, Just I think that could be Alana. Email her. I assume her email is like Lana, the Lana Del Rey at, at gmail.com or official. I was going to say probably yahoo.com. Yahoo. I think that's great. I think you got it. She Her boyfriend likes to fight, which is a problem, but she seems to she's, like those problematic it, yeah. men, those brawlers. All, All right. right. That's the episode. That is that is the deep dive, the l- 10 lyrics, 11 for this episode, of Lana Del Rey. We yep. learned so much. I hope you I'm guys... I'm more in touch with my feminine side now. Yes. I'm glad. I hope... Everyone has a great day and goes outside and buys some brand name products. All right. (laughs) See you later. So that's it for today's Lyrical Deep Dive. If you want more Lyric Boys content, or if you want to download a Spotify or Apple Music playlist of the songs featured in today's episode, well, honey... Go to Twitter, go to Facebook, go to Instagram, go to YouTube. Follow us at The Lyric Boys. You can also email us, send us that fan mail or hate mail. We'll open both. You can email us lyricboyspod at gmail.com. Please like, subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends, share this podcast. And don't do it for me. Do it for Andrew Stieglitz. He's got nothing going on. This is quarantine. Make him happy. Make him crack a smile for the first time in months. It's a beautiful sight. And you want to see it. All right. Have a great one.